Now see, this would actually be a good podcast if we knew what we were doing. <laughs> he needs a permission slip. I, I can't be responsible. <laughs> and I just start going ham with the pitchfork on this horse. Next week on Soggy Pancakes. I'm one of your hosts, Nathan. And I'm the other host, Wilson. And don't forget to go check out SoggyPancakes.com. Enjoy the episode. Peace. All right, welcome back to the Soggy Pancakes Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nathan. And I'm the other host, Wilson. This is episode 75. Thanks for joining us this week. We have another special guest uh, going back to back last week and this week. Uh, special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up, everyone? My name is Sam Akholm. I'm very honored to be on the Soggy Pancakes Podcast. I kind of want to hear a little bit of how that name came about, though, but... Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess we're you- honored to have you personally. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, you guys are seriously. So yeah, no, I've been looking forward Thank to you. this all all week actually. Um, big fan oh, of man, uh, so, dude. I love that. It's so cool, yeah. I, dude. We, <laughs> I've been looking forward to this. We'll like, talk about some fun stuff, but yeah, big fan of Nathan, yeah. your work, and uh, Wilson, dude. Just big fan of your name already. So you know that's thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, oh, but yeah, I uh, you know. I'm all over social media, um, meaning like I do YouTube stuff, I do TikTok stuff, um, pretty much in the military space, military tech, aviation. Ooh. So hopefully it's come across some of y'all's for you pages. Um, if you guys like fighter yeah. jets, if you like things that yes. go boom, uh, mm-hmm. if you played a little Call of Duty back in the day, well, I just got done finishing a video with the AC-130 gunship, so we can talk about that. But uh, yeah, I um, I uh, actually, so I was in the Air Force. I went to the Air Force Academy for college as well, so came from a military wow. background. My dad was a pilot, actually still flies for American Airlines now, so kind of always been in that wow. space, and my goal right awesome. now is to really just like bring the military, the aviation, that cool tech that a lot of people are interested in but never have access to see you know, to, to the screens of people and to kind of, you know, show them what it's like to, uh, to be around this cool tech and equipment and airplanes and things that explode. So that's me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was going to be my first question is <laughs> if you had any relation to the military at all, or are you yeah. just some guy interested no, in the military? No, yeah. Tech? You know, it's funny because a lot of people might not know because, you know, most of the videos I make now, I'm just like in black clothes and, and chilling, but no, I do have experience um i went to the air mm. force academy so if you guys are familiar with like west point or the naval academy it's very similar yep. you go to school they pay for it for free which is pretty cool but then you owe five years back as active duty so i know you guys are about wow. to head off to college so for me our school's a little bit different um in the summers instead of you know getting summer break we're doing survival training we're jumping out of airplanes we're learning how to fly gliders uh, it sounds a, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. It's pretty cool. So it got me super stoked. And when I graduated, I just wanted to kind of like take all these cool experiences that are in the military and be able to like show it to other people out there, both to maybe help recruiting a little bit, you know, always trying to bring people into the military. Um, but also, man, there's just so many cool things people are doing and like the men and women who wear the uniform all over the world. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like we don't do the best of the job in the military kind of showcasing that all the time. So I was like, Hey, I'll yeah. take a stab at it. I, I come from a video background. I'll kind of tell these stories and it's been cool to see so many people have watched them and enjoyed. And honestly, the most rewarding part is when I get messages from kids that like, Hey Sam, that video is the reason I, you know, joined to serve and, you know, signed up That's for the awesome. army or signed up for wow, the air force. Yeah. That's been pretty cool. That's so cool. That's really cool. Now you, uh, how did the, kind of the, the, uh, YouTube journey start? Cause I know you're yeah. real big on YouTube. All right, so quick question for y'all. Have you guys ever been to an air show? No, no. we have not. All right, that's strike one tonight, guys. You got to go to an air show. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> have 
Have you guys heard of like? Do they the, have them? It, uh, they, where do you guys live? I don't even. Were you guys in uh, North, North Carolina? Carolina? Yeah. yeah, there's tons. So, um, so well, it, I mean, with the closest thing that I've been to an air show is when we went to the Clemson football game. They did a flyover, the, um, like pregame. Flyover. Yeah, they did a yeah. flyover, and it was like they had the helicopter on Bowman Field and stuff yeah, like that. Nice. I don't. It was. It wasn't Veterans Day. It was just for to celebrate yeah, and recognize yeah. military. Right. Yeah, so, yep, so they do those for, like, big football games. Um, obviously, you know, like, national anthem type stuff. Super Bowl, they always do big flyovers. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you guys have heard of, like, the Thunderbirds or Blue Angels, but, like, these are the teams that um, fly fighter jets super close to each other. They perform at shows all around the world. Um, we were just talking about the new Top Gun movie. Like, those mm-hmm. are the guys that were flying with Tom Cruise in the back. Like, they're the pilots flying them, you know, yeah. like, they're just do super cool maneuvers. So I went to show as a kid um, and I like saw them and they and, like inspired me to join the military. Um, and, you That's know, so I cool. say this because the kind of the reason I got my start is um, my first assignment in the military was I was assigned to a demo team. Right. So I traveled around all around the world with the F-22 Raptor demo team, which is you guys haven't heard of the F-22, like Google it right now. It's the most crazy looking modern fighter jet um like ever it's uh, you know 60 million dollars a piece um oh yeah it's bad yeah well 160 buy one actually. real quick yeah, 160 actually oh, 160, yeah. 160, million? 160 million yeah um and it's Holy you know damn. can go multiple times the speed of sound pulling nine g's oh god this thing's insane so i was assigned to do all the social media for this team so i was traveling to these air shows and doing all the videography and doing the photography and building up their social media platforms and so naturally i was like hey it'd be kind of cool to show the behind the scenes of like what i'm doing in my job so just like most people start i just picked up a camera and started filming like some vlogs um kind of showing it and people really resonated with it because there's a lot of people interested in the military and when they kind of saw that look like behind the scenes to see what this thing was about, I mean, they were pretty, pretty excited. I'll actually show you guys here. That's so cool. This is my, this is my F-22 right? model. So this is kind of what it looks like. Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this, $160 million. Uh, obviously, it's a little more impressive in person, but uh, yeah. yeah. So I think it's it, probably a little bigger too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't know if this is like a one, one hundredth scale or something, but it's, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. no. That's so. I think this stuff is. That's so cool, and the I mean, tech. Yeah, yeah one hundred and sixty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. um, yeah. It's one of the craziest jets ever. So anyway, after I left that team, you know, I had built up an audience of people, and I didn't want to stop. So I kind of just started making content on my own, and I'd um, reach out to different military bases and be like, "Hey, would you host me to you know do a mission video on your aircraft or your pilots or this mission you're doing?" and you know, with kind of like most of social media, if you do well, you know, videos get views, then kind of more and more people want you. So it started out me pitching yeah. people. And thankfully, I'm now at the point where bases and units and companies are reaching out to me to come showcase their products. And honestly, that's like, so, it's it's been fun. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> so when you say showcase products, is this like new military tech coming to like just being developed or yeah good question so kind of all the above i've done past present and future so some of the coolest videos is last summer i went out with the army and shot uh, what they call the high mars rocket launcher this thing is literally like take a pickup truck and then strap like six missiles on the back of this thing 
and they can launch them up to like, I don't even know how many miles downrange, but these things are crazy. And so I got to embed with the army. I went down to Fort Chaffee, Arkansas in the middle of the summer. It was so hot. And I filmed a video for three days, like on, on this rocket launcher. And then it was super cool. Cause at the very end, I got to like actually hit the button and fire it myself. Um, so I think I, was it, is this like one of the, like the most powerful rocket launchers? Yeah, you like might have seen the... it. It honestly, uh, it like re I think I saw your video yeah, on it that re one. It re-popped off on the algorithm. Um, honestly, because I think all the stuff going on in Ukraine and the U.S. just shipped like a bunch of those to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. like it came back up on the algorithm. So yeah, huh. shooting the Army's most That's powerful crazy. rocket launcher. So I'm not just doing aviation stuff. I'm doing, you know, a, a lot of different things, you know, tanks, rockets whatever and uh, <laughs> it's so cool that's yeah. the coolest thing ever it's been fun um i was telling you guys like i just finished filming with the ac-130 gunship so a lot of you know call of duty fans modern warfare 2 use that thing and mm. this thing's crazy so it's like an airplane right but they essentially made it like a flying tank so it has a 30 millimeter um gun on the front that can shoot like 200 rounds per minute and those rounds are about as big as like a coke can bottle or like a coke bottle not a can like a glass bottle but then in the back it's got a 105 millimeter howitzer so that's the same type of weapon as like a tank has on the ground and they strap it to an airplane and shoot these <laughs> rounds and these rounds are literally like three feet long 50 pounds each and so this video isn't out yet but i got to load it up fire it from oh. the air Man, we got a sneak peek on the Soggy know, yeah. Pancakes podcast. This, uh, this is in. a Soggy Pancake sneak peek, but that video I'm really, really excited for. And just the crew that works on this thing and the pilots that fly it and how professional they are. Like America, the U.S., we're in good hands with like the people that like, you know, <laughs> are in the military. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. tanks are already crazy enough on the ground. Now they <laughs> got to put them in the air. air. Like what? Like how do you it, even do that? It's so funny. Some general is just like, you know, what, what would happen if we strapped a rocket to a plane or strapped like a howitzer yeah. to a plane and then they're like exactly all right we'll see how it goes and it, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it's crazy. dude the mechanics to that i'll just never understand it you know it's wild. so heavy yeah fly. so like when you're actually in this thing you know you guys have been on planes before like you feel turbulence it's kind of like okay mm -hmm. you're yeah. going through the air but like try being in a plane that's shooting a 105 millimeter cannon out the side like you it feels like were you were you like, in you were in the plane when you're like yeah, so they have a big console Man. in the center. Like, think of it like, like a massive computer station, and like you're literally on a joystick. And so they have the the gunners that are loading the ammo, and then you're literally on like a trigger in the middle of the aircraft, hitting the fire button. And then the pilots are in the front <laughs> flying it, and they have to like compensate um, because when the thing fires, it throws the airplane off in one. Yeah, direction, I bet you know? it does. Yeah, the pressure. It's crazy. All I say is, a couple of weeks from now, when this video comes out, you guys gotta watch it and be like, "Oh my gosh, it's it was." It that was is insane. <laughs> like you already like you see videos. I've seen many slow mo videos yeah. of, you know, someone shooting you know rocket launch off the ground and in yeah. the recoil. Yeah. You know when it hits the ground, yeah, you just like, see a shock wave of dirt going yeah. out, and I can't imagine something even bigger than that on a plane. That's flying, which is going to move it around. It's like literally like an earthquake on a plane. I just don't <laughs> understand how that works. That's, ins that's crazy. It's me.
Yeah, it's, it's um, world? it's it's wild, and they're developed like you know that, that rocket launcher I was just telling you about that I shot with the army. They're actually doing testing to see if they can like put one of those in the back of an airplane and fire them from the oh, air. No. Oh, facts, right? Yeah, Why wouldn't you? I, mean, I know it's like, got, what, like what's the next step? So who knows what's gonna happen? But I'm like, hey, when that, that happens, crazy. I'll come. I'll come do a video on it. So. That is so crazy. I mean, they're just like, okay, look, we got a bunch of weapons. Let's put them on a plane and see what happens. Uh -huh. Like, literally, pretty much. That's crazy. Next, yeah. they're gonna have a boat that can then turn and do, do a transformer and turn yeah, into a literally. plane with a tank on it. Dude, yeah. seriously, oh, that's, that's funny. insane. Yeah, there's been a lot of crazy stuff. Um, probably the craziest though is you know, getting to like fly in a fighter jet, right? So I know Wilson, you saw Top Gun. Nathan still, it's mm -hmm. on his list, but. I, I saw the uh, first one, but we're, okay. we're talking about the new one. Nathan. We're we're getting we we just haven't had time yet. Yeah. We're we're getting there. Well, you gotta yeah. see we're it in theaters because that thing on like it was shot for IMAX, right? So they use like IMAX cameras mm -hmm. to shoot it. Um, so recommend you go on like the biggest screen you can. But um, just the cinematography for that's incredible. So they hired um, the really Cinejet cool. for that. Um, so you know, you as a TikToker, you understand some video, right? So they essentially have a, an, a another fighter jet that they built a gimbal onto the front. So someone in the back seat of the fighter jet is controlling oh. the camera in the seat while they're flying, and that's how they get some of this air-to-air -air footage of these F-18 Navy fighter jets flying through the air. Because you can't shoot that on the ground, and a helicopter's not fast enough. So they essentially put a camera, a cinema camera, on the nose of another fighter jet and film it. Anyway, so that's how a lot of the aerial sequences are, <laughs> yeah, how the aerial oh sequences are done, and it's crazy. But um, when I had the chance to fly in the back of a, a T-38, so it's an Air Force uh, trainer jet, right? It's a uh, it can pull up to six G's, which are like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with G's. Wilson, you saw it in the movie. What is a roller, yeah, average I, roller coaster? Oh, man, you're you're not maybe two, if that. Uh, okay, no, okay. Nothing crazy. But like, you know, when you're in a fighter jet going 600, yeah, yeah, yeah. 700 miles per hour and you pull up on the stick, all that weight pushes down on you. And so two G's is two times your body weight. So let's say you weigh 150 pounds, you then weigh 300 pounds. Okay, now do that Ooh. for six Gs. Do that for nine Gs. And all of a sudden, okay, you're weighing so like, like thousands of pounds pushing down on you. So all the blood is like rushing from your face. Like, Ooh. I also, start, it's start very hard to breathe, out. right? It's very hard to breathe. Yeah, you have to do like these G straining maneuvers where you kind of like quench down. And anyway, I'm only saying this because like the pilots are the pros. And when I got in the back to film a video and I'm worrying about like starting my GoPros on time, like, I was not expecting yeah. it and like immediately like blacked out and it was crazy. So, um, man, again, just watching that Top Gun movie, <laughs> it's like the closest I think you guys can get to seeing what it's like to fly a jet. Uh, it used to be my YouTube video and now it's the Top Gun movie that that's done. Better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They did. I will say they did a really good job. I didn't even, yeah, that's, I didn't realize they put a camera on the front of the plane. I yeah. honestly, I, I wasn't even going to be able to guess how they film that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cause Tom like, Cruise really want, he's like, I don't want to use green screens. I don't want to use CGI. So for like a majority of the videos, like they are actually in the backseat of these jets flying. And there's some really cool behind the scenes videos on YouTube of how they filmed it and stuff. But yeah, pretty cool. I that man. I don't even. It's kind of like an FPV racing drone on like literally, steroids, literally. On steroids on steroids. Yeah, it's. it's I'm not even gonna even yeah. question it. I'm just gonna <laughs> go with it and just. I mean, yeah. I can't believe people would even think of this stuff, and like actually succeed in hey, doing it. 
they they were presented with a problem. They got to get these shots, and so let's just put a camera on a on a, yeah, on a, on a plane. Yeah. It's you know technology now. I mean, remember when like FPV drones came out? You know, it blew everyone's mind. It still blows my mind, right? And that will probably become mm-hmm. the norm here in a few years. And now they're putting cameras on fighter jets and rocket launchers on airplanes. It's like, man, what's gonna happen? <laughs> what's gonna happen like ten years from now? We're gonna have freaking bases on the moon. Who knows? <laughs> oh, dude. <our> dude. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I think it's gonna it will. happen. It'll happen. We'll Somebody's gonna make it happen. Yeah, maybe Elon, but, Elon Musk or someone, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but I can't wait to see your YouTube video. I went on the base of a mo- on the moon. <laughs> you're a gonna military hear. base on the moon, <laughs> and they had space shuttles with tanks on them. I can't wait to see it in five years. I know. I was oh, like, hey, funny. like whoever's listening to this podcast that might have that connection to the moon video, like sign me up. I'm ready to go. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll do it for free. No brand deals. Just let's go. Let's go do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the views will be worth it. Oh, exactly. No one's exactly. ever done it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so um, when it comes to becoming a – so did you start on TikTok? I, I can't remember. No, I yeah. So I kind of started everything at the same time. Like I haven't been on YouTube for like super long or even TikTok. Mm-hmm. So like I, st- I posted my first YouTube video. Well, let me be clear. I've had the same YouTube channel since I was like in eighth grade. So, I mean, if you go back to my first same. video, it's like me playing guitar, singing like to try to get my like to ask a girl to a homecoming dance in school i'm literally (laughs) singing i'm singing a one direction song like literally in 2010 on this thing so anyway nice uh, that's funny and i kept i kept it up there because i'm like i need people to see the full the full story and then you know i had a couple of like the cringy vlogs that i made when i was just figuring myself out but we don't really count those so the first video i filmed was actually like flying in the back of that fighter jet I was like, if I'm going to start mm. this, I'm going to go with a banger. Um, and I got pretty lucky that that first video like did really, really well. Cause it's kind of hard, you know, to start out on YouTube if you don't already have an yeah, audience yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. else. So that was in 2019. I filmed that. And, um, uh, because, you know, I was doing the air force stuff too. I didn't really have time to make a ton of videos. I would try to do like one a month. Um, but naturally when TikTok came out, I was like so fascinated with the idea of the short form vertical content, which don't get me wrong. Like I'm still more of a fan of like the longer YouTube stuff in my mind. I just think it's yeah. easier to like, like it's really hard to connect with an audience in like 60 seconds or just post random TikToks. But when you have a YouTube channel and you have full length videos and you can go way more in depth, like I just kind of prefer that. I think it takes a little bit more um, you know, planning, a little bit. You know, I don't want to diss TikTokers because a lot of them the are amazing. TikTok but... takes TikTok takes a lot of things out of perspective. Yeah, thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. It's, yeah, it's um, like you can get so many views so quickly and so many followers, exactly. but they're following the differences. They're following you for something that's less than a minute rather than they're following you to sit through and watch a whole 10 minute video. Exactly. So what I noticed, like YouTube Shorts, you know that when they release those. Like a lot of people were blowing up off YouTube shorts. However, when you looked at their view count for like their long form videos, they were getting mm-hmm. nothing, right? Because those yeah. audiences don't exactly transfer. So I really like the idea that TikTok, you know, it's a separate platform. It's a separate audience. Um, I've done the analog. I've looked at it. I've kind of done some research. Like most of my audience on TikTok is not necessarily following me on YouTube. It's kind of like separate audiences, people who prefer that mm. app versus longer form YouTube. So mm. it's kind of cool because I can post 
just the longer version of my YouTube video, obviously on YouTube, and then just cut it up to all the highlights, crop it vertically and throw that on TikTok. And it will be like separate and grow on its own and have its own audience. Yeah. And that's it gives so people cool. a different options to choose from. So that's been a really cool like benefit, I'd say. That's really cool. Um, so you started on YouTube and so, um, and you said your video kind of blew up from there and <laughs> yeah. so you transferred. Okay. So what was like the video though on TikTok that blew you up that got Great you question. to the yeah. number you have today? So I always kind of like laugh because when you're working with fighter jets, when you're working with all this cool tech, <laughs> my job sometimes is easy. Like those things do the work for me. Like everyone's interested in those, right? Yeah. So like versus Nathan over here, like you're generically like creating or organically creating your content. Like I feel yeah. like it takes a lot more skill to do, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I think I'm a pretty good storyteller at this point, And I kind of figured out what like captivates people. And when I do like voiceover work and how to weave together the story. Um, but my first video that blew me up to answer your question, Wilson was, uh, it's cool. If you scroll back all the way to the beginning, I was launching out the F 22, right? So before it takes off, um, you might remember from the Top Gun movie, you have what's called a crew chief who's on the ground who kind of like, you know, does a hand I know signal. a video you're talking about. Yeah. I saw that video. Yeah, and, and he salutes the video. pilot as he goes. And it was, and I, I, I did the most like classic thing ever. I put it to the song, you know, Sail, right? So like right yeah. at the beat drop, like the, the pilot does this really cool salute. Um, and it was just like the most like America cool video ever. And like overnight that video did like 3 million views. And I remember That's, like, as the fall, I was like, wow, this has like more views than the people that live in the city I'm in. And you know, it, it was crazy. So yeah. I was like, maybe I've got something here. And I had so many random behind the scenes clips that I knew would just do well on TikTok. So I started throwing those up and uh, yeah. I mean, if you look at my posting schedule, I'm like, I really barely post on TikTok, but I've like got it down to a method where I know each video I do is going to be high quality and kind of pop off. So right now I'm, you know, I'm all in on YouTube. That's kind of the primary. And then I'll repurpose some of that content for TikTok once I'm done. That's awesome. That's really cool. I was going to ask, but I guess that kind of answered the question <laughs> because TikTok is vertical. Yeah. I was wondering if you shot anything in vertical or if Good you question. just use your YouTube. Yeah. I, I kind of was curious about how, because TikTok's in vertical and everything yeah. like Instagram, YouTube yeah. shorts, it's all becoming vertical. It's all becoming vertical, man. And I, I saw some too, like some commercials um, and they're shooting with these you know th like tens of thousands of dollars cameras in vertical like they they, they mod the camera to shoot yeah, in vertical flip them sideways and, and and what and i'm just like is this really what's happening is everyone going to be shooting in vertical now and i was kind of curious to see what you a big youtuber or i mean i guess for you it would probably i'm going to guess it makes more sense to shoot horizontal yeah. and just adapt it to the yeah. tiktok i even saw like dji with their new drone coming out it has a vertical yep. feature where the camera and i was like man we're going vertical so um yeah, I mean, for YouTube videos, like, obviously, you need to shoot horizontal. Like, my my mm -hmm. goal is to eventually, and I'm not kidding, I would love to, like, bring a dedicated person out to just shoot, like, vertical cell phone video behind the scenes. Um, because TikTok's interesting, man. Like, people connect more with content that is less produced, more raw, absolutely. uncut. Like, absolutely. they don't like the full cinematic experience that maybe does yeah. well on YouTube. Like, honestly, a cell phone video seems more authentic and will do better than like me shooting mm -hmm. on my Sony mirrorless camera. Um, so, uh, to answer your question, though, for the most part, 
I will repurpose my horizontal videos in vertical on TikTok when I do like a recap video of my YouTube video. But then I'll also take a lot of behind the scenes vertical, just iPhone video for like my Insta mm -hmm. story or for like an Insta reel or something. And then that will also do well on TikTok. So kind of all the above. I mean, obviously if I was like primarily a TikToker, like I would be shooting everything in vertical. There's really no need for horizontal, but uh, yeah. yeah, YouTube while we're still living with it, you know, horizontal's king there. So I'm not horizontal. a big short guy because... I don't know, for me, like everything on short, it's crazy. Like everything on reels gets posted on TikTok, which gets posted on YouTube shorts. Like it's pretty much the same like content. Yeah, you know I, what mean, I mean, you see a lot of all your your reels and um, YouTube shorts have that TikTok watermark yeah, too. And I'm like, what's it's the really difference? It's really funny. Yeah. So it is no difference. I at least kind of try to differentiate between the apps. Maybe that's smart. Maybe it's not. But to me, you know, I use YouTube as YouTube long form video. I use Instagram reels as more of like my raw cut clips that I'll just throw up. Um, like more you know, like the cinematic you know. raw. Yeah, just exactly. Like not me voicing them over or doing a story, just raw clips. And then TikTok, I'll do like an in-between where I'll just reformat my YouTube videos, cut them down into like a digestible, like under three minutes for TikTok crop them vertically and put them up there so it's been doing well so far awesome i know one of uh we can kind of switch topics yeah, go away for from it. that um you recently i think your most recent one was um man i don't even remember the name of it there's been so i've watched so many i get get it confused but it was it was with the uh the, the big the big plane with the the radar dome. right yeah the flying yeah saucer. the dome the one. oreo cookie on top yeah yeah <laughs> Um, that's called, so the how e is that? yeah, it's called the E3 century, the AWACS, which, um, that's century. Yes. That's what it's called. Yeah. It's one of the craziest looking airplanes. Like I, I, when I'm doing videos, I want to cover the craziest looking stuff, the most high tech, the, the things that people are just like, oh man, like I want to learn more about this. So essentially they took a, I don't know if you guys know much about aviation or airplanes, but it's a Boeing 707. So this aircraft first flew back in like the 1950s. And they're still flying mm -hmm. it today. I talk in the video about how that aircraft flew for the last time as like a commercial airliner, like American Airlines, essentially, like in the 80s. And then in the 80s, the airlines were like, this thing's getting too old. We need to retire it. We're not going to fly people on this thing anymore. Yet the Air uh -huh. Force is still flying it for its mission, which just goes to show like how valuable it is to what they do. Um, so it's been mm. around for mm. a long time, but it, it has, so it's a 707 aircraft with a big flying saucer radar rotating dome. That's like 30 feet in diameter on top. And a lot of people are like, what is that thing? What's it do? But like I said, it's just a big like radar and, um, it's crazy. Like the military is so complex. I mean, that's why I make videos to try to simplify it. But if you guys think about it, like you've got troops on the ground, like army soldiers doing their thing. You've got boats in the Navy that are doing their thing. And then you've got the Air Force, which is like flying in the sky at all times, like doing all of the command and control. So this aircraft mm -hmm. flies with its radar and is able to identify like enemy planes from the surface of the earth all the way up into the stratosphere, like 60,000 feet high. And it can direct other, <laughs> it's, it's like a flying control tower. Like when you guys go take off at an airport, you see the big control tower, which has yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the air traffic controllers that are directing planes when to take off and land. 
So this aircraft takes that capability to the sky and allows us to have a control tower in the air all around the world at all times. Um, so it's directing planes. Like if there's an enemy threat, they'll be able to send other planes into combat. It'll be able to tell Navy ships on the ground that there's an enemy threat up ahead. And it's wild, man. These guys are flying like all across the world. Like if we could like literally right now all over the world, all at all different times of day, like, you know, protecting the skies above. It's just, it's just wild. Is there only one of that plane? No, is there there's no, no, no. So at the base alone, there's, uh, I don't know how many you can look it up, uh, but there's several. So no, there's, okay. yeah, multiple there's, of them. Okay. Yeah. Dozens. It so. kind of looked like one of those things that they would have one of, I don't know. I just kind of thought it was yeah, like well, such a weird no, plane they, that I was like, maybe it's another really, kinda like they use it. Yeah. Another really crazy one Something I'm trying specific? to do a video on. It's the, it's called the doomsday aircraft. Have you guys heard of the doomsday aircraft? That sounds scary. Eh, it sounds a little <laughs> scary. So imagine that, um, how do I put it? Like we came under nuclear attack, right? So another country launched nukes at us, nuclear war, right? Like, you know, that's not going to be very good, but we still need to be able to <laughs> strike back slash run the country slash, you know, keep the lights on. Right. So yeah, this yeah, aircraft, yeah. it's a 747. So that's kind of the double decker plane. That's the air force. One is a 747. It's outfitted so that it can survive a nuclear blast and provide like a flying white house. So the president can hop on this airplane and like survive and it has aerial refueling capability so it doesn't need to land or refuel it can refuel in the air from another tanker airplane and um it's literally like a flying oval office a flying white house and this thing is crazy looking and so how yeah. do you build a plane to survive a nuclear attack <laughs> explain that to me please i think more of the premise is the plane wouldn't be directly hit by a nuke because obviously no one's surviving that. But right, 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 if right. it was already in the air, which this thing is, to my knowledge, one's in the air at all times. So it would never be impacted by a nuclear threat because it's always flying. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, okay. you know, they'd be able to pick people up at a place. And, you know, as far as like the radiation and that type of stuff, it's the, the oh, way it's okay. designed. Gotcha, gotcha, it, gotcha. The instruments aren't going to malfunction, that sort of thing. Yeah very interesting it's wild there's that's a lot of so stuff crazy that's so interesting i think it's so interesting that like when boats um planes and really honestly cars too were invented people yeah. just started throwing things on them like yeah for boats like they just threw like hotels on there to make yeah. cruise ships and it's like <laughs> yeah. and you don't even know what's on a cruise ship and then like planes now they're just throwing radars and a whole <laughs> white house on them. Just, like, yeah if you think about it like a hundred years ago, just a little over a hundred years ago, which is a long time, but it's not that long of a time. Like, yeah, the airplane was like invented, like the Wright brothers flew in y'all state, North Carolina for yep, the first time that like yep. just over a hundred years ago. And literally today, the amount of progress and like what we're able to do is literally so mind blowing that I just can't even imagine what like a hundred years from now is going to look like in terms of aviation and you know the future and what that has in store so imagine what the wright brothers would say today if they saw what they did a tank in the sky i literally <laughs> made it i literally made a tiktok using that because i was i showed like oh, really? a futuristic plane and then i showed the wright brothers the wright flyer their very first airplane and i was like mm -hmm. if this was a hundred years ago 
like what do they have in the works now like that f-22 raptor i talked about earlier that plane was developed in the 90s right and that's still cutting edge so if you think about what we've got in development now this is some like avengers level stuff like invisible airplanes like it's gonna be crazy and we won't know about it for like 20 years you know what i mean and then when that comes out they'll have something else so it's it's wild it's crazy how fast like everything's growing like a hundred years like you said it's not actually that long exactly it's really not that much of time no like a person a whole lifespan of one person is really a healthy person is like around a hundred years yeah so it's crazy yeah and it's with i think talking more specifically about airplanes the limitation isn't really the technology now it's it's the human right yeah because mm-hmm. you can't go much faster right yeah. you I, I, <laughs> your body can only experience a certain amount of g's before yeah. like actually exploding right yeah like, what is that what is do you know what that number is well like is there a number for that most pilots aren't pulling more than nine g's um i don't actually know what like the physical human body limit is it's a little bit more than that but you're right i mean as you know, now they're developing, like we have drones, right? Autonomous airplanes, right? So you don't even yeah. need a pilot to be in there. And that's uh, kind of what people yeah, are thinking point. the future is going to be like, is you won't even need right. a pilot, which scares all my pilot friends because they're like, no, I want to fly these aircraft for forever. And I hope there, there's always yeah. going to be a, a, a place for manned aircraft because it doesn't matter how much technology advances. I mean, eventually you won't need it. But for the most part, like having a human to make be a decision maker who knows the difference between collateral damage you know firing a weapon that might have you know impacting Mm -hmm. civilian like that's always going to be powerful um but yeah i I definitely agree with that i don't think it'll ever go away it won't there's no way they can do that at least in our life yeah i mean the first thing that will probably go away is like cargo planes so like fedex and ups fly airplanes that just fly like our packages that probably will be the first platform like an airliner to get a like autonomous where you don't actually need pilots but it's gonna be hard like a lot of passengers aren't gonna want to sign up for a flight that they don't even have like a living person flying it so i think we're quite a bit of ways away from that but who knows man i think mm-hmm. definitely in the next 15 20 30 years we'll see like cargo planes and other like autonomous aircraft flying through the skies i mean the stuff they're developing is crazy right now yeah and i mean like for example you see clips online of where the landing gear breaks on a plane right and how is a computer going (laughs) to how how is the 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 control tower going to be able to talk to the computer and say okay now this is how you gotta land it like i I don't know there's always yeah Yeah, right what was was the um sully sully was the movie did you ever watch that yeah and like they landed they, in the river, right? Yeah, they landed in the river, and they uh, like took him to court or whatever, and was like, "You could have made it to an <laughs> airport." And they like ran a simulation, yeah. and like they were wrong, and like he made the right decision. He just had to make the call in the moment. Yeah, and like you can't really teach a computer how to do that. Yeah, and like he made the decision based on like the people in the back of the plane. The computer would be basing it off numbers, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. And you can't teach a computer to do that. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Sully's a great movie. The whole hero of the Hudson and like literally everyone survived, which is l- such a miracle That's in aviation. A cr- 
yeah. I cannot believe that happened. But it's kind of like, crazy. you know, you, you think about like Tesla and like what Elon's trying to do with self-driving cars and that sort of thing. I mean, theoretically, if every car on the road was self-driving and interconnected, you really wouldn't have any crashes, right? Because they're all working mm -hmm. off one mm -hmm. another. But the thing is, we're right. never going to get to a place where everyone is driving like a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah that's where you start to have like is it actually safer who knows i mean you think about how many crashes there are like on the road per year um it might make sense and be a lot safer if we have self-driving cars that can take a lot of that human error away but when you go to the aviation yeah. side of things i mean there are it's so rare to have an aircraft incident or crash or mishap or something like that it's like one of the safest ways to travel so uh, you know, if they do it and something happens, then it's going to set up them back 10 years because everyone's going to freak out. And, you know, it's yeah, just like yeah. now you, you read a story about a Tesla that crashed or caught fire or something and everyone freaks out. But they don't remember that there's literally been thousands of crashes every single day right. recorded. It's like, you know, who knows? So, yeah, exactly. I wonder, like, is hacking that kind of stuff? Is that like legitimate? <laughs> Le I, I just don't know how that stuff works. Yeah. Like, do you think that would be like a pause and everything? Like, if everyone had a self-driving car and everyone was driving it, yeah. Like, do you think it would have to? Yeah, I mean, it obviously, like, I think so. I don't know, Nathan. You're the we, you're the computer editor, Nathan. Yeah, that's you, true. You, you into hacking, man? Like, what are you doing over there? Uh, I can't say I've hacked anything <laughs> yeah. in my day. Uh, I've took some coding classes at school, but yeah. that's about that's yeah. about it. Yeah, but like, I mean, I've seen. I mean, I guess these are like movie scenarios. Yeah, they're <laughs> fictional. Yeah. But like, it could happen though if you think like, no. I, if they're all interconnected, then there must be a network, and if you can hack into the yeah. network, then you can control it. Yeah, but there's just no way you can 110% stop someone from hacking something, right? There's always like a 99.9%. .9 so I'll there's tell you, I don't know, I'll man. I'll tell y'all something interesting. So I, I was they got to use Express VPN. Yeah, facts. <laughs> There you go. Hop on that VPN. That's funny. So a few months back, I got to go out to uh, Montana to an Air Force base out there in the middle of nowhere. And this is where they have their nuclear missiles, like our intercontinental ballistics missiles, ICBMs. Like if you guys have probably seen shows, the president carries around his duffel bag that has the nuclear codes and you can like launch them yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So these are the missiles that would launch in the event. Is that actually a, a thing? Does the president have a nuclear code? Yeah, it's called the football. There's literally a person that carries a duffel bag assigned to the president at all times. And should there be an event of a nuclear war, the codes are inside that and he can launch them. And it's it. handcuffed to his wrist in <laughs> <a> suitcase. <laughs> you, come on. Have you never seen the movies? Come on. That's, I don't know if I it's handcuffed, but I, it's, it's, it's next to him. It's near him. But anyway, so these missiles, they're in a silo, really? right? So you go down 30 or so feet underground and um, there's people that are stationed there 24-7, like, uh, airmen in the Air Force. It's their job to monitor these missiles. And in the event that we needed to fire nukes, like they hit the codes, they hit the button, and they launch. But what's super fascinating about it is the technology of their system is Vietnam era, like 1960s era technology. And the reason they haven't updated it is because it was before computers. So it's like unhackable. You can't hack these systems when it's literally a turn dial uh dial up switch oh, there's no in gotcha like, gotcha yeah gotcha. so you know eventually the I only think, way to hack it is to do it physically like, yeah you have it's, to be it's there very to redundant it. and it's it's unhackable right and you know eventually they they'll probably modernize it and i'm sure they'll have some crazy high security but 
there's no internet Wi-Fi ability to really hack into this system when it's so old and redundant and you know yeah yeah so would never have thought yeah that's good the things you learn on the soggy pancakes podcast guys (laughs) (laughs) that's so interesting but it's kind of like i like the only way i like the only way for it to be hacked is for you to be like there's so many easy ways there's so many easy ways to block someone from hacking it yeah hacking yeah, is how do you really how do you hack a how do you hack a computer if you don't have a computer? You know what I mean? Like you exactly. You <laughs> Man, that's that's crazy. Yeah, but well, I'm assuming you have met some pretty cool people along the way. <laughs> I'm curious because you you have to. Right? Yeah, I met uh, both of y'all. Y'all are you know. Oh, dude, let's go. go. Dude, I'm glad we made the list. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are making the list. Yeah, no, I've been, um, I've met some cool people out there. And first off, a lot of people like the pilots are, it's crazy. Like the amount of training they do, the amount of like knowledge they have to be able to like land airplanes on aircraft carriers, like pull nine times the force of gravity and still like fly a mission. So I always say like to me, you know, they're not by all means like celebrities or, you know, super well known, but like those people and the people who fix the airplanes and work and the people all across the military are so inspiring to me. And just, I mean, that's a big reason why I make these videos because I want to highlight them and what they do. Um, yeah. Now, now outside of that, yeah, I've had the chance to, uh, to meet some cool people. I remember one, one of the first people I met is, um, when we do these air shows, right? Like when we're traveling to different States and countries, cause I went all over the world, we did air shows and singapore chile alaska hawaii uh dubai like we're all over the world showcasing these aircrafts and it's a little bit of uh like when we're doing air shows in the u.s like it's for recruiting we want to get kids young kids you know people y'all's age to like join and sign up for the military but when we do air shows internationally it's kind of like a show of force right we're trying to show people like we're the u.s we've got these crazy high-tech cool weapons and machines like you don't want to mess with mm. us. You can join our team yeah. if you want, but you don't want to mess with us. So it's kind of a different, different vibe. <laughs> but um, when we're doing these shows in the U.S., like a lot of times, some of the demo teams will have like they'll put like a celebrity in the back seat to get a to, to get a flight, right? So, um, like you know what I mean? Like they'll put, uh, for example, like the Dude Perfect guys made a video and they like flew in the back of a fighter jet. Um, I uh, really? yeah, Chris Pratt. I got to meet him. He he got to fly in the no back. way. Yeah yeah. And so he he, he got that experience. <laughs> That's so um, random. That's it's so crazy. Funny. And so they'll put like different people in to like you know fly these you know aircraft and do some cool stuff like that. So for those people, I just I'm like in there like in awe. And I'm like oh this is so cool. Um, but my my best Chris Pratt story <laughs> is um. Did you guys see the movie The Tomorrow War that came out that he did? It was about. I know what you're ago. talking about, but yeah. I didn't watch it. Okay, so it's an, it's an Amazon original movie. It's like Chris Pratt. Yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. Oh, I did watch that. Oh, yeah, that, I did yeah. Watch so that. the whole premise of the movie, for those who haven't seen it, is um, it's kind of mind-blowing. It's a war that takes place in the future. And in the yeah. future, they have time-traveling technology. So they need more help in the war. So they sent people from present day into the future to help fight a war yes, that would destroy really humanity anyway it's kind of weird the inception type stuff but yeah, yeah, um yeah. so for one of the scenes in the movie they 
are having it's based in Miami. So they're trying to like blow up Miami. There's a bunch of aliens on the ground and they're trying to send in and like in carpet bomb Miami, literally like nuke it with missiles and weapons. So the production team for the movie wanted to use the F-22 that the jet I keep talking about in the movie since it's pretty futuristic looking. And so uh-huh. um, I was able to work with the producers of the movie and the directors and they, we all went out to, to Fort Lauderdale in Miami and Florida and filmed a sequence of the, where the jets were taken off and were flying in. And I was actually in another aircraft helping them shoot like video footage of it. And so if you watch the movie towards the middle of it, you'll see this whole action sequence with aircraft coming in and bombing uh, like downtown Miami. Um, and they use like my footage of the jet um a lot of stuff i supplied and then you know i got my name in the credits which was really really cool too to see so um and it, chris movie? pratt yeah how do you get involved <laughs> with this and just, chris pratt was the star of it, he's helped yeah. film the movie yeah oh, we have a movie star now i, had a, in very, the I had a very minimal role and you know i but it was no you was, you, you, you the flew, fact that you even can say you were a part of it is you like flew so in cool. a jet Filming another jet I for a movie—that's a, a pretty big with role. Chris Pratt in a, in a C seventeen. Yeah. So it's like a cargo aircraft, and yeah, there's a shot of the jets that I got. Oh to film, yeah, you but, know, because uh, it's not as cool as a jet. You yeah, know. yeah, you know, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, so when that came out, like I was like watching to the end of the credits. But uh, I'll say the craziest thing about that, honestly, wasn't even like getting to film the jets. It's like mind blowing how many people come out and like are a part of a production team on like a Hollywood level movie. Yeah, like yeah, Nathan, yeah. I'm imagining like your stuff. It's just like you, like shooting your it, stuff. It is just me. It's just <laughs> you me. don't have like a whole team. Like for me, like I have like myself and a couple, say, no. a couple video guys. Well, you've got Wilson. You know, he's a good teammate, but he's not probably helping. Yeah, you that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but like a Hollywood movie, man, it's like they have obviously the actors. Then you've got like the people manning the cameras, and then you've got like the director and producer. But then you've got like the people managing lighting, and then you've got the people pulling the focus for the cameras it's a separate person like when me when i shoot i'm doing my focus myself but you have a guy in charge of just the focus who's separate of the camera and then you have someone that's in charge of making sure you know everyone has food and you know they're taken care of but then you have a person who's literally responsible for telling the people who are responsible for food that it's time for food so you literally have like it's crazy the amount of people they have on set to film these things i was the amount like, of planning i bet that takes like wouldn't it be nice everyone if you on, got, on like, point if like you had a person to remind you like hey it's time to eat but then like to remind that person to remind you that like hey like hey you should really you know, <laughs> <laughs> hey you should it's you just, know you should go work out right now it sounds like something like your mom would do but like it's uh it's crazy to have like that on set it, they have everything taken care of and it was wild that's that's crazy i yeah. bet so I can't even believe that this was one of the stories that you saved towards the end. I mean, this is literally, you were in a movie. No, not in a movie. You helped. My shots were in a movie and my, my name was in the credits. But yeah, go go watch it. Or you can probably search it on YouTube if you search like Tomorrow War, uh, yeah. fighter, jet, fighter Jet Scene or F-22. You'll see that sequence. And, and what they did is obviously like they took our clips and then, you know, did all the CGI, all the stuff Nathan's good at. And like put the aliens in it and overlaid all that and and graded it. But yeah, I mean, those are our clips, you know, that was my shots and uh, to see it all come together was, was wild. How do you, I'm, I'm just curious and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but 
how do you even get involved with that? Like, did they reach out to you or did you reach out to them? Yeah. Like, so luckily he, he wants to do it. Yeah. I, yeah. It? I got to find my, yeah. <laughs> so what do you bring to the, but what do you bring to the table, Wilson? Like what, you know, why should they bring is you into it, a Chris this as an interview? What do you, what yeah. do you bring oh, to the table? What do I bring to the table? Um, <laughs> you bring your good looks. Yeah. I got my good looks. Um, you got the good I got right, a couple yeah. jokes that I got. That's uh, pretty much it. I got some cool t-shirts that yeah. I could bring. Bring, but and, you don't um, have like an f-22 160 million dollar jet that you have uh no that no not usually uh, so, funny, not usually yeah. no i have the earlier model so it probably wouldn't be as yeah, useful it's not worth so. as much so i would yeah. say you know they hired me for you know all my skills but no we had access to these aircraft that they were looking for and uh you know it's very you know you can't just rent an f-22 raptor fighter jet you got to go through the military right. so i was the person at that time in charge of that and it just kind of started from there that's really so uh so you said your um like social media kind of kicked off in 2019 if i'm not mistaken yeah so i mean before that like when i was in college at the air force academy i bought my first camera and i was just i really bought it because i wanted to have a cool instagram i was like my instagram game is lacking right now like i need a camera mm -hmm. to like take this yeah. up a notch so um i literally bought a camera for that which sounds funny but honestly it was the best decision i ever made because like when you're into photography it, it like it kind of motivates you to like go travel to certain places or get up early to get a yeah. cool shot like when i didn't have a camera i didn't care about waking up at the you know dawn to like go out and get a cool photo with good lighting but like when you have a camera right. you can capture that moment and like do it well like professionally like more than just an iphone like it made me want to take different trips or travel or hike or, or you know really see the world and and see it and, and capture it so yeah i learned photography first and i was just kind of obsessed with that and then um you know i was kind of ready for the next challenge right i like to say that most people who are photographers don't really know how to do video but everyone who knows video pretty much can do photography because it works i agree it works backwards yeah. it doesn't work the other way and so I was the guy who knew photography and I was like, man, like I really want to learn video. So I kind of put that aside. Um, and it, that was kind of during when video is popping off. I mean, you look at Instagram now, man, like everyone's focused on video, like photos are kind of dead right now. And it's like, I still love them. And I think there's a place for them, but I wanted to be able to kind of like share stories and tell stories. And, right. uh, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words and I'm like, well, a video is worth a million. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, step yeah. even further. So um yeah just started learning video I literally was shooting sports content in college for like our athletic teams i did like a wedding video and proposal video i was like into that space for a little bit and just yeah. learning my gear and learning how to do it and and i was like all right i'm good enough at this let's see if i can film fighter jets <laughs> that was definitely a yeah, step yeah, yeah. up but uh luckily <laughs> i mean you learn the basics of cinematography and camera work and it, it goes a long way so um yeah, yeah. And so my question with that is like, were you still in the air force when doing this? And like, like, yeah. um, so, like when it comes to the movie, like you said, yeah. you were in charge of that. So you were still in the air force when they were like, Hey, we need you to come shoot for yeah. Tomorrowland. So if you guys think about it, like if you're like me, you might, you know, I watch a lot of cool shows on TV and stuff. There's a lot. I, I challenge you next time you watch a movie, an action movie, majority of the time there's going to be some sort of a military aircraft or reference like any alien movie any action movie like they have military yeah. in it somewhere like transformers if you guys know like starscream like that yeah that's an f-22 raptor that they put in that movie like 
So I say this because there is an office, like a department in the Air Force and in the Navy and in the Army that's based out of L.A. that's literally on, you know, Hollywood Boulevard that works with these producers and movie uh, companies, agents, talent, actors, anytime they want to film a movie and have an Air Force aircraft or soldier or whatever in it. Um, it's Never very thought common. about it. Yeah. Makes so sense, that's though. literally a position in the military where you're in the Air Force, but you're working as a talent production manager for the Hollywood movies. Like not everyone, hate to break it to you, not everyone in the Air Force is a pilot. There's a lot more career fields out there. So I was doing something similar in my role where I was able to just be that like liaison between Hollywood and the Air Force. And yeah, I was in the Air Force while I was doing this, which is crazy. So what the heck? That okay. is so cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. So to so anyone out there, like, yeah, who wants to join you the Air just Force. Like, Come on. Yeah. You don't have to be <laughs> flying jets. And... That's so cool. Yeah. So are you are you currently still in the Air Force or you're Yep. So I am in my last little bit of time here. Um so uh so you're before like... I kind of pursue full time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're famous all over social media and you're still cert that's that's crazy. I don't know that's if I used crazy. the famous word, but I I uh yeah, I mean, just like you guys, you guys are students and going to college, and yeah, there's a lot that you got to balance, and you know, maybe one day, Nathan, if you're trying to take it full time, but that was my thing, is I just grinded, did my own stuff at night on the weekends, kind of built it up simultaneously, and um, yeah, here I am now, so. That's incredible. So if you're also still in the Air Force, what do you do specifically for, for that, for that yeah. job? Great question. So that's kind of how I was, like I told you when I was traveling with the airship team, like my job is to do this sort of stuff for the military, right? So like okay, doing that's photo, so cool. video, and social media. Like if you go pull up your phone and go to like the Air Force or Navy's page, you know, like they have social media. They run the same thing. It's just like another company. So I'm able to do that for the Air Force and also okay. kind of do it on the side. So it's the best position possible. Like you know, to do what you do as a hobby also for work is, is awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's... Okay. So what you were mentioning about like earlier about, you know, working kind of that office and a Hollywood, whatever, yeah. that kind of style, but you're still doing that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so most, all the YouTube videos you're seeing, all the TikToks, that is separate. That is Sam Eckholm. That is me on my side. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and the air force job is it's, it's more paperwork. It's behind the scenes stuff. It's not what right, you're right, seeing right. on TikTok. Yeah. So it's, interconnected but not not really <laughs> well very like very interesting very cool um well we are almost running out of time so <laughs> yeah. but here's the thing nathan is i still have so many questions and i feel <laughs> like i feel like this episode was so good that we might actually have to do a part two <laughs> we need a part two with our boy sam <laughs> i think we should what do you think we'll see you guys will have to stay tuned. Nathan's like, know. Nathan's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 do not. Do Dude, not give me that. I, I have so many more questions, but we just. Uh, you can't spoil it for the listeners, though. They have I to come you. back and listen yeah, each they, week, they right? They got to come back. We'll, we'll see. So yeah. if you guys want to hear, hear Sam again, let us know. Please. I, I'm i very interested. Very I very much guy. enjoyed it. We've never had anyone like this on the podcast before. Yeah, this is so. very interesting. I mean, I just can't believe it. Like. You started in 2019, correct? And yeah. Like now, yeah. In a span of three years, you've done so much. And I yeah. just, that's incredible. And there's so much to talk about. 
I know. I don't sleep much. I probably need to work on that. But you, Nathan, you know, it's a <laughs> dude. It's a grind, man. He's got got to get oh, yeah. out there, and it's like, oh, but it's. Fun. And I'm bit. It's for me. It's like once I have a video recorded, for me, that's the hard part. Yeah. It's not the time consuming. The time consuming part is the editing. Yep. And then, then once I record, okay, it's like I have the the hard part done. I can just sit down behind the computer and just yep. edit. But then that's the time consuming part, so it takes a while, and I don't want to stop until I'm done. So you have late nights. You do have late nights. Yeah, literally oh, after after we're recording this, I'm gonna hop on and start working on the next project too, and keep grinding. Oh so, man, uh, that's so soon. good though that you can do that. That's really awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I don't yeah, even want to yeah. know your um, average sleep time. <laughs> I don't. You. <laughs> I mean, my yeah. mom keeps calling me a grandpa and we're about to head off to college and I want to go to bed at like 10 o'clock and she's like, well, that's when the party starts. So yeah, good luck with that next to. year. Let me know. Yeah. That we'll see. It'll be a nice awakening and I'm very looking forward to it. Yeah. I guess I have to, but well, we finish off each episode giving our, uh, letting our guests say one word or phrase and then the episode ends. So, you know, I guess if you don't have any further questions. No, I'm good. So just say whatever you want and it will be over. All right. Take it away. I'm going to go with Wi-Fi win, baby.